Romancing the Dungeon is intended for mature audiences as this show contains adult themes. Not those kind of adult themes, um, just sensitive stuff that some audience members may find upsetting. Content warnings for specific episodes can be found in episode descriptions. listening to Romancing the Dungeon, a softcore D&D podcast about heroes navigating their daily lives while looking for love in a world full of peril, monsters and heartbreakers. Previously on Romancing the Dungeon. Good morning. Are you going to take the tour? Sure. It's about time you and I settle our differences, Avesta. Becoming a bad person because somebody was bad to you doesn't fix anything. You are so right, but you've no idea how fucking awesome it feels. You see that her hands are lit up in pink and black eldritch fire. I'm going to suggest she leave the castle. Dahlia Wolfram leaves as she casts Dimension Door. There's a mouldy looking tapestry. You do see the word Hedana. My sister finds herself in a predicament. You must ensure Morag's safety at anyone's cost. Do I make myself clear? Crystal. Counts follows. You in there? What are you doing? You said you had a question. I pull the ring off. Festa, as you pull on the door and it won't budge, and a shadow reaches out and grabs you. Are you in need of sharing your life? Feeling a little blue? Or looking for a little excitement? Well, you've taken the first steps to addressing some of your issues, and we're only happy to help you on your way. Welcome to G8. Dedicated, dynamic, distinct, or delightful. Demure dates for deserving daters. My name is Mrs. Agnes Shufflebottom but you can call me Auntie Aggie, and I'm a Mischian University Administrator appointed to run Miss Graypurse's business affairs while she's away with that trial business. Here's a fun tidbit of information that you could use around the dinner party table. According to some medical practitioners, spending time with people who love you reduces the risk of an early death by 50%. I guess that means those of you trying your luck with the dating service should hurry up. Uh-huh. What expectations did your parents have of you? Um, well, they wanted me to be, you know, successful, um, independently wealthy. It's a work in progress, you know. How old are you? I'll fucking punch you in the face. <laughs> um, well, my dad wanted me to be like my mom. So, you know, that was keeping the house clean, cooking dinner. <laughs> And when he got in from work, taking his boots off for him and giving him his slippers. Wow. Thoroughly insensitive question. Um, I I don't really know uh, if we're talking birth parents. Um, The clergy at the monastery seemed to think that I would uh, probably end up quite a bit more chaste than I I actually currently am. (laughs) Chaste as in pursued? Mm, you, you, you think what you'd like, Agnes. <laughs> I mean, uh, Marilla never really had many expectations for me outside of, uh, 
accruing a collection of venereal diseases. Um, so I suppose uh, that's another disappointment. No, according to your file, we have to alert okay. any of your... <laughs> <laughs> no, it says right here. I, no, I, I, it's, no, no, it's all good, all good. Nate, Kyle, and Thea, the three of you in your separate rooms, Kyle, you're in an offshoot of a bathroom, Thea, you're in Morag's quarters, and Nate, you are up on the top floor with Count's Follow. When the castle fills with an unholy shriek, screams start to shake the walls of the castle around all of you and you start to hear people out in the corridors running and panicking, followed by horrific sounds of... You're not quite sure. It, it, it sounds unnatural. It sounds monstrous, almost. What are you all doing? I take the ring and I uh, stuff it into my pocket and, and run out the door to, to see what's going on. You head out of kind of Ivan's room, and as you do, you see down the corridor where Fia had been kind of skulking the bedroom door slightly ajar up here you can't see much but the screams are coming up through the stairwell uh, you can you can just hear people running everywhere oh, I'm just going to take one final look back at Count's follow you just again he, when you left him you just saw his entire body go completely taut uh, and just sort of bend unnaturally that has sunk back into the bed, still covered in that blanket or shroud or cloth, and you can just slowly see the chest rising and falling. He's probably fine. I'll go around into the, the Morag's room. Uh, you find Via, uh, kind of half looking at the door, uh, but also kind of skulking around the bedroom. What did you do? I, I, what? No, I, I did nothing. I found the room like this. I was going to come and get you, but then... What the fuck is going on? I don't know. Wait, let, did we go find out? No, let's let's stay here. Yeah, get down the fucking stairs, dumbass. Come on. I go. Well, she got cured of her curse, but that attitude out of her. <laughs> <laughs> you bolt out of the room down, because if you remember, you're on the top floor of the, the castle. You go straight down one flight of stairs, and at that time, you just kind of see Morag looking a little bit frantic around... What's 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 going on? What what's happened? No idea. We just heard the screams and this is this isn't this isn't this isn't one of those things I've, I've read about, like a peasant revolt. They're oh. all running downstairs like lunatics. And you're running away? No, I'm staying exactly where I am, hedging my bets. Have you given them a reason to revolt? What would they be revolting against? I I don't know, just the peasantry tend to... I, I read about it in books. They they get upstart about equality and working hours. I don't know. We're, we're going to put a pin in that for the minute, and, and I think we should go down and have a look. Yeah. Um, what about your friend? Which one? Well, the, the gentleman, in, and she points at uh, a water closet at the end of the, the hallway. That's where he is, and I run to, to the to the door and start banging on it. Get out here! Occupado. I don't care. Get out here. Do you not hear what's going on? Yes, no, it sounds pretty bad. Okay. Hello. <laughs> shouldn't, shouldn't we fetch uh, Hephaesta? What if it is Hephaesta? What if she's wrecking the place? Well, that's where we need to go find out. That's a, an Hephaesta thing to do, I think. 
Oh god. Oh yes, the murderous. Uh, sorry, <laughs> suspected murderous. Oh god, you don't think she's behind this, do you? Ooh. I mean. No. It'd be a hell of an eldritch blast. I don't know. No, I don't think this would be her. Okay. Um. Well, I'll I'll just go check on the count, and can we just make sure that everybody's safe? Everybody, and she's kind of looking at you, Nina. She's like, and I mean everybody, not just management, but staff you as well. You, you said what you said. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Look, I, right now, there's, there's there's a lot going on right now. I don't really have the time to sort of have this conversation with you. Workplace HR is right. <laughs> also, we are not staff, so we well, are guests. Yeah. You're up there with management. Mm-hmm. Look, yes, customer is king. Okay, like we're, 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 let's, we should, we need to attend to the situation right now. Okay. <laughs> okay. Look, I'm sure okay. the count is is able to look after himself. Um, He's quite sensitive, and he, he took he had one of his turns earlier, and he, well, I, I last I saw him, he was asleep. Just leave him sleep. I think you know if you if you wake him up now, you might end up you know getting him worked up. So let's just leave him sleep. She's. Okay, okay. So what are we going to do? Uh, try and stop whatever's going on, maybe. Okay. Right now you're the head honcho, okay? So you need to go down there and we'll sort of come, we'll back you up. And you you lead the way because you know where everything is and how to get there, so. Okay, well correct me if I'm wrong. You three are of the adventuring sort. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Why don't... I make an executive decision mm-hmm. and hire the three of you to deal with what's happening downstairs. How much? I couldn't really put a price on it, You're right? You're going to have to if you want to hire us. Okay. Well, no, let's say blank check and we fill in the numbers later. Certainly. Okay. You name your price afterwards. My safety, the safety of Counts Follow, and the safety of the staff is priority. In that order. Are you hiring us as a bodyguard? I'm hiring you to fix what's going on. Just find out what's going on downstairs. And I don't think that man works here. You just see her point like, and Fia and Nate for the both of you. There's just something horrifyingly familiar with the way she gestures her hand. And you've been at the end of that finger of her finger even at the end of her finger as she kind of just extends it out you her hand like her skin everything is beautiful but you it's kind of like you can just see the memory is kind of burned there and you just see the skin barely hanging on grey pocked uh, wrinkled and mole and hair just kind of sticking out of it in places and jagged broken fingernails and she points straight at the, the bottom of the stairs and there, lumbering up, you just see this large, goliath-sized creature. Dark blue skin, and its head turns 270 degrees, and this long, fat, pink tongue just slips out of its mouth, and it hisses, and its eyes glow blood red. Where are our weapons? Oh, in the vestibule. Shit. Downstairs. Right. 
And she just starts to kind of maybe slink back a little bit. <laughs> and just, her hand is now trying to find a doorknob behind her. Okay, okay, so you're hired. And I will have a look and see if there's anything in here that could be of use. Very quickly, any secret doors, passageways, service, sort of like corridors um, to get around? Come on, quick, 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 quick. The library. You can, you can, you can go in. On this floor of the library, and she's, she's now kind of desperately fiddling with the handle on the door. You can go in here and then go downstairs and straight into the hallway and be at the vestibule. Hurry up and open the door. I, I, she's got her back turned to it, just been fiddling with the knob for ages. And she just turned, oh, oh, and, and the door opens and she just lunges inside. I'm assuming the, the three of us are going to just bolt through to get our weapons. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. In one corner, you just see several staff. Again, they're all dressed in their uh, their black uniforms, kind of huddled. And like, Fia, you recognize the halfling man who brought you to the masseuse uh, yesterday. They're all they're just kind of like ducked down and hiding behind a counter. They look up and they see the three of you and Morag, and the halfling just points. And standing in the doorway is another one of those creatures. Great. Any other doors? <laughs> I mean, no. Right, oh, off you go, big man. Let's go, bestie. Uh, 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 move. <laughs> the thing, it's it had kind of started to like creep into the library. Obviously, hearing the people or smelling the people inside, it had come in to feed. Nate, you shout move and immediately its gaze is averted upwards and it spies the four of you standing there and Morag just stares at you, kind of mouth kind of slacked. I said management were priority. And she drops down to her knees. Look, what you need to do, we to be able to help you, we need to get our weapons. So you need to distract this thing, get it out of the door and we can come back in and fight it. Yeah, help us help you. Or die. Or die. You're going to die anyway. We're no use to you without our weaponry. What am I supposed to do? Run in circles around the room or something. I don't know. Just get it away from the doorway. Yeah. Two of us are actually still very good without weapons. Oh, we shut just- up. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a persuasion check at disadvantage for you. Twelve. She kind of looks at you and you just hear kind of feebly put a hand up on the rail. I kind of hoist herself up and she just... Hello. Um, sorry. Uh... The castle is for paid guests only. And she starts to run around the balcony, looking down into the library. Hello. And she's waving at it. Uh, It falls for it. it, You see it. It haunches down on, on its legs and leaps up onto one of the tables and then again up on top of one of the bookshelves. That goes falling forward and a load of books tumble out of it it lets out a snarl and leaps up onto the balcony frame opposite the three of you what are you doing uh, i want to hop over and get down okay uh, athletics or acrobatics okay no, which one yeah, acrobatics <laughs> acrobatics oh you don't i'll do both i'll do both athletically acrobatically athletically acrobatic at uh, 19 okay kyle kyle is going to Cast Tasha's Mind Whip at it. Intelligence saving throw to beat, meter beat, a 14. 
That's a five. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Love that. Two, four, and five. Eleven. Psychic. And Nate, what are you doing? I'm running. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just running, run straight, <clears throat> like th- through and past. Well, no, just past it, not through it, but past it through the door. Okay, that's downstairs though. You have to get down yeah. first. So if you want to, because there is a stairwell on the other side, right, where it's come up, right. But you can do a fia on it and try and just kind of hop down. Yeah, that's an eleven. The three of you immediately. It's a kind of full on. Morag's angels is this stuff. <laughs> Kyle in the middle just basically puts his two index fingers up towards his temples and stares at the creature. Uh, Thea leaps up onto the, like literally just kind of bounds up onto the railing onto her hands and does the Lara Croft on the edge <laughs> of anything kind of dive down, nice. legs straight up into the air and then she drops delicately down. Nate clambers over the railing <laughs> shimmies down a little bit Fia you can see the crack of his arse <laughs> and then he kind of drops out a little bit further looks at the ground below gets a little bit frightened <laughs> and then lets go and your knee you're like your legs really you're thinking where, like you didn't land properly your legs yeah. kind of hurt a little bit it's like, like you didn't take damage from it but it's like a little bit like my knees crack yeah it's a oh. sore oh no how I feel that nice. uh as you do this, and Kyle just <laughs> sees it um, and desperately tries to stay concentrated on the spell, because <laughs> that's your best friend, you concentrate on the creature opposite and you see it just kind of, it's leering at Morag. And the entire time, as you were conjuring the magic around you, you, can, you remember what you were told. You remember that above all else, you are to prioritize her safety and while the others make a dash for the door you focus on the creature and Morak is just like I'm, I'm, I've, I've warned you several times now and the creature has just come to a complete stop as blood just leaks uh, from both of its eyes um, as your magic just tears at his psychic aura uh, it's completely frozen to the spot I, 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 and she's coming back around now, the other side. You're making your way. To get her weapons, yeah. Okay. Um, give me stealth checks, both of you. Sorry, just a very quick side note. Mr. Pepsi's still in the room that I slept the last night, wasn't he? Yes, because you had a bit of a fight. We did. <laughs> uh, it's 23 for me. Okay, watch this guy, I reckon. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Are you being sneaky? <laughs> so sneak. <laughs> uh, 16. Oh, okay. Oh. Actually, still whispering it. <laughs> Are we sneaking? <laughs> yes. What did you get on your roll, Fia? Um, going. Bo-dum. Bo-dum. Oh god. Bo-dum. Oh no, it's Krong for members in a group. <laughs> Fia, having kind of dropped very quietly onto the floor below, you reach for the door, open it, and you—it's a—it's an absolute massacre outside. There are dozens of these creatures. Some look different. Like they don't look, they don't all look like the two you saw, one on the stairwell and one here in the library. There's some that are taller, more narrower, spindlier looking. Uh, they have just rained terror down on the staff. You see two things. The door to the cellar is wide open. And on your right, 15 feet uh, is the vestibule. I've run straight to the vestibule. Okay, you're following suit. 
Yes. You make your way to the vestibule and you start loading up on your gear. I grab any of Kyle's as well. Yeah, well, all of your stuff was kind of packed away. You see that all the soldiers' stuff is still there. Shit. Kyle, what are you doing? I don't know. (laughs) You're a piece of shit and we know you're up to something. I mean, that's fair. No, you don't. I do. (laughs) So, bonus action, he's going to reach out telepathically and establish a link with Morag so they can chat. Give me a wisdom saving throw. Oh, beans. Oh, beans. (gasps) I can see that from here. (laughs) That is, in fact, a natural one. You see the others have, well, you saw them drop down. You have, you, you heard the door open. You can hear the screams uh, now filter into the library. The creature is still kind of stuck to the spot as it's trying to figure out what's happened and what's happening and trying to process it all. Morag is kind of looking at you and still trying to like wave one hand at the creature. And as you reach out using that same psychic energy around you, it's like walking through... It's like walking through dead fog. Uh, as you just push your hands through it, it's, it is all the, the humidity of a dead summer evening. But the weight of that just presses down on you. And as you connect, you just see a hand reach out to take yours. And the hand is a twisted, gnarled, grey hand with broken fingernails and as it kind of slowly reaches through the fog it just lunges and grabs you and you find yourself pulled into a place you you've never been before I give you three sentences explain to me who you are where I am and how I am leaving. A contractor working on behalf of your sister. I don't know. I don't know, but I will help you find out. I thought it might. For now. I am not myself. And I have been trapped here for quite some time. There is something breaking my connection to myself. I am letting you leave on one condition. Sever that barrier. Restore me. And I will owe you a favor. I agree to your terms wholeheartedly. And you are just shoved out instantly. It's not even, 
you don't you get you get I agree and you are just you just feel yourself shoved violently out of the space. A sweat runs down your entire body. It is cold. Um see the creature. It seemed to be pondering its next thing. It has now recoiled. It literally looks petrified of the woman in front of it. Uh, Morag, Morag, I think you, uh, you, your cutting words have absolutely um, have have cowed your foe. Uh, maybe um, we should we should we should make our move. What do you think? Um, okay, I, I, am I okay to, and she kind of gestures at the stairs. Oh, well, okay. Um, yes, potentially. Do you, do you not have any kind of personal effects or something that we should, um, we should kind of see to, or anything, anything precious near and dear to you that we should, um. Just the count. uh, Exit. Just the count. Just the count. She okay. moves towards the stairs, like, like she's holding her hands up and like kind of one finger still out like a manager. Um, but she moves kind of towards the creature the entire time you see it, it recoils defensively. Like it's it's trying to protect itself. And as Morag gets to within kind of a foot of it, it drops onto the table below and tries to scarper away. It tries to, it runs for the door. Oh, yeah. I think I really got through to him. You're something else. She smiles at you. And then something behind her eyes smiles at you as well. Hate that. (laughs) Okay. I am, I'm going to, I'm going to keep an eye on the staff and make sure everybody's, and I will lock the doors and if you find anybody else outside straggling that isn't Ted, then we can we can we can be safe here. You're gonna ha- you, you you can hold down the fort. Yep, you can you can barricade yourself. We'll um, I'll you'll be fine. <laughs> and he kind of shudders and turns away from her, not wanting to meet her gaze anymore. Okay, Fia and Nate, you have your weapons. Um, uh, you have Kyle's weapons and several staff members. Are, are out on the lawn kind of looking in kind of going what the, what's what's going on and a few of them are kind of approaching the castle i just go just stay out there there's is everything okay is, is just stay out there's some dead shit in here trying to kill everyone so just stay outside yeah go g- g- get help go or on, something get, <laughs> get the sheriff <laughs> i what do you what do you mean dead stuff and then immediately you just see this man's face just go pale white oh fuck the count you didn't wake him did you wasn't anywhere near him Nate hmm (laughs) what happened he's asleep in his bed what did you do nothing Nate. Me. Nate. The guy is now slowly approaching the, the castle. What did you do? Why is everyone looking at me? What happened in there? Nothing. Nothing. What were you doing? I'm trying to find out where Morag's lair was or something. I don't 
that's what I was fucking doing. What are you doing? Well, and said hello. But he was, he was asleep, so he didn't can say Can I insight check this one? Okay, yeah, <clears throat> Sophia, you can give me an insight check. Nate, you can give me a deception check. <laughs> you go first. He cackles at you. you you're very suspicious <laughs> of this guy going first. Seven. 25. <laughs> well, there seems to be a bit of a disparity there between those two. <laughs> Fia, you, you stare at him. He, you believe what he says. Like, he he's not lying. Look, whatever. Just stay outside. Find help if you can find help. Where the, where no, the... you need to be incredibly specific, what? young lady. What dead stuff? And immediately, he, like, he, having approached the entrance like to the, the porch and the hallway beyond, he's looking in through the doors. Look, it's a bunch of big lads with massive tongues. I'm... And he just takes one step back. I am so sorry. What? And he puts a hand up to the door. Like, the doorway. And where his hand touches it, you just see the light refract. I put my hand up as well. It's rock hard. And start banging it. It literally sounds like you're banging on glass. What's happened? I will pray your death will be quick. And he just bows his head and he walks away. Who was that? Nate, what's going on? I... I don't know. We have to... Uh, I saw this... The, the, the cellar door is open. I don't know if one of those things have gone down to get Hephaestus, but... We need to get to her. Okay, you bring Kyle his weapons. I'll take yep I'll take a festive stuff down to the cellar be careful you be careful ye turn away from the doorway and you can see it is a bloodbath the hall is just littered in bodies you can still hear kind of the screams and the sounds of these creatures running amok around the castle but you do see a procession of several uh, of them heading upstairs so what are we are we still going for a festive then yeah uh, oh, uh, I mean, <laughs> sort of gesturing left and right. Kind of looks like the count's going to get et. Do we care about that? Is that an issue? Mm, I don't know. Like, do we want to save our friend or some weird count who's like mates with Morag who tried to kill us? I mean, like Festa. Oh, I love her. We're also getting paid, but uh, I'm, jo- I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, well, the mark on, on your back actually tingles a little bit. Ooh. Um, <laughs> It's not just the count. You remember that that all the staff are kind of beholden to to like. There's a whole bunch of people here. We've got to consider. Yeah, like what's but what's to say something hasn't gone down there to her? The cellar door it was open when I came through here. She's by herself down there. Can I cast sending to Hephaesta? Go for it. Happy baby, what's going on? Everything's gone to shit. The count. Might get eaten. We've got your stuff. (laughs) 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 I do have two words left. (laughs) You reach out, Kyle, with that telegram. As you connect with the psychic energy around you and you you reach for Hephaestus' energy, she's here, she's in the castle, 
She's downstairs. There's a brief moment where you are overcome with a sense of panic. But then you're fine. The message has gone through. You hear the message loud and clear. You are dragged. <laughs> Great. <laughs> literally by a blur of shadows. It's You find yourself, Festa, being pulled down hallways and passageways. You're barely able to get a look at something when it's just snatched from your vision. Uh, the entire time you're finding it extremely difficult to breathe when you hear Kyle's voice in your head. <laughs> it's not the kind of thing I can actually respond to, is it? Yeah. Is it? 25 words or less. I'm fucked, help me. <laughs> she's fine. What? No kidding, she's actually <laughs> no. She says she's fucked and we need to help. Go. Oh, idea, idea. Now, right, DM. How far would you say as the crow flies away fly from Mr. Krepsley? So he is... Directly. <laughs> that well, if you shoot straight up through the ceiling, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, about forty feet. Oh, class, right? Telepathic link to Mister Krebsley. 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 What? It's gone a bit bonkers. Well, okay. Help. With what? Do you not hear all the screams, man? Yeah, but it's actually quite annoying. <laughs> Could you, could you poke your head up the door, please? <laughs> but then this is all I'm touching. God. He's Professor Xing it. <laughs> yeah. uh, you don't have to do that, you know, now. <laughs> Shh. Fine. Oh, I, was, I was just getting to a good part. And psychically, you hear a book slam. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how that works. <laughs> good part of what? <laughs> oh, a book. Yes, right. Smut. There's a, a little bit of a pause, and you just... Right, I'm at the door. What do you, what do you want? Some reconnaissance? Yes. <laughs> There's some several discoloured fellows looking. Oh, one of them. One of them appears to have some sort of appendage sticking out of. Oh, that's his tongue. No, never mind. I. Yeah, you know, they're heading upstairs. What do you want? Should... Does it look bad? Uh, on a scale of one to ten, Nathaniel. Ten? Wait, wait, what are you asking me? Yes. No, yeah, no, it's bad for us as well. Oh. <laughs> I don't believe those chaps are particularly interested in devouring my heads, so I think I'm actually fine, and I might go back to my book. But are other people like are there non like like tongue people up there that are in danger? Oh, for heaven's sake! He scoots out a little bit further from the door and he, he does do that weird snake tongue thing where they taste the air and get Oh, there's a stink of fear in here. It's like my first prom all over again. Um, there's lots. There's lots of them. They're all quite panicked. Okay, all right. I'll, 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 I'll talk to you later. Charming. <laughs> uh, th- there's like a lot of Fear up there, lads. Ephes has just called for help. No, hang on. I think we need to stop and acknowledge how helpful Nathaniel has just been (laughs) to our cause here. Because otherwise we might not have known that people are afraid. Look, there's... 
so what do you want? Do you want to leave Hephaestus to die? No, Is no, that no. what you're saying? We could split up or like... That's never a good idea. Look, Ever. If everything we've heard about Morag and the Count in his past life is true, then surely there's some sort of survival instinct in there that they'll, you know, look after themselves. If we can help Professor, she can come back and help us with all this stuff. But, like, she's no good on her own and oh. we're pretty bad split up. Right, okay, I've, I've thought about it, right? I'm very big into the whole eat the rich thing. So let's just let that happen for the minute. <laughs> right. And then we'll go get a Festa. And then yeah. anyone we can save after the fact. That's yeah. the idea that I've just had. And we'll do that then. Yeah. Well, I just explained. Sure. Cool. Let's go, please. Great idea, Nate. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> he looks um, at Fia and locks eyes and is like, <clears throat> just shakes his head. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, at Nate. Not at, not, like, at, the, at the generalness of Nate. Not at Fia herself. He like nods towards Nate and he's like, no, no helping him. <laughs> We all, we all, like, arm up, right? I can put my shield on and stuff right now? Yeah. Okay. As we're doing that, he does say, look, if worst comes to worst, do you have another haste in you? Can you, like, yeah. just <clears throat> zoom up? You were pretty quick. You won the fucking race. Yeah. Yeah. Like, up to, up, upstairs. Yeah, if people need you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, then we're fine. Let's go. Wait, do you, do you want me to go up there? Not no. now. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Let's go, let's go, let's go. What is your deal? What did you find in the bedroom? I, I'm just... Look, there's a lot happening, and I'm flustered. Yeah. Evidently. Let's go. Kyle, Nate, and Fia, the three of you just having to decide between the job you were just given and saving the count and earning endless riches, or saving that friend that you may or may not actually be friends with. You choose that for some reason. We prefer the term murderess. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> saving yeah. that murder... That makes you sound cool. Exactly. We're friends with a murderer. <laughs> murderess. <laughs> the three of you run to the cellar door. As the three of you approach, all of you see for a moment... Like, it, it, it is that kind of weird thing of, did the shadows just move? And your pace kind of slows a little bit as you reach the doorway. You just see emerging out of the door this shadow-like form, twisted smoke that drips and oozes off of it. And the visage of a skull forms. Everyone, if you give me a perception check. 21. 11. 8. Fia and Nate... You, it's you're both kind of overcome by just what this is like it it's terrifying Kyle you've been around the undead before it, it it is a little bit like what the hell and for a moment it looked like that skull when it was taking on its form and just appearing out of the smoke around it it very very briefly before the the full illusion of it just kind of fell away it looked exactly like Count's Follow and now it is just a skull. All three of you give me wisdom saving throws. 17. 10. Also 10. Nate and Kyle take eight psychic damage. Kyle halves that to four. Okay. And then... Nate does not. Okay. <laughs> As this thing just bellows out of the doorway and takes this ghastly form in front of you, Fia, you instinctively reach for your weapon just to defend yourself. Nate and Kyle, you feel just these crawling whispers glide and stick and scratch, stabbing in at your ears and your mind. Kyle, it becomes a ringing. Nate, it becomes a scream. 
and both of you now have to use your reactions to attack each other. <gasps> right now? Yep, make a we- melee <clears throat> weapon attack oh, against one creature of my choice, and I choose for the two of you to attack each other. Nice. So that's a 23. <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> you didn't have to go that hard about it. That's a 17. Uh, that hits. Okay. okay. Yeah, make, make damage rolls, please. <laughs> uh, that is a 10 damage. Four damage. Ooh, can I use my Ow. reaction, please? I want to intercept Nate's attack Ooh. on KL. Ooh. So I'm going to hit her. <laughs> no. No, no, no. She can, she's, she can use her I can, reaction I can minimize the damage. Minimize it, yeah. So it's 1d10 plus 3. So minus 11 from that damage. Zero? That's yeah, zero? so it's zero. negative yeah. one. You actually yeah. heal. <laughs> he is playing favorites. <clears throat> yeah, well, fuck my drag. <laughs> <laughs> I just see it and I just react to try and stop it. That's all. Yeah, as you reach for your weapon, you see both Nate and Kyle have kind of come to a stop. Both immediately grab Nate at his rapier, Kyle with his whips. Before you have a chance to really kind of decide who it just comes to you you draw your sword out and as Nate lunges for Kyle you glance the edge of your blade along his and you glide it and it scratches with a with sparks along the ground at the same time you hear a sickening crack from Kyle's whip Nate you are lashed just across the face and neck and there is a slight no actually there's actually quite a severe cut initiative Please. Uh, 23 5 oh. 8 Jesus, Boys Oh boys Okay so Fia 23 Nate 8 This creature 7 And Kyle 5 Hephaestus You Give me a deck saving throw oh, Don't leave anything Leave me alone <laughs> <laughs> It's 15 Okay You As I said as you cast out that that message back to Kyle, there's no answer. You struggle to hold on to a scream uh, and your breath, and everything spins around you, and it is freezing. It is terrifying. You find yourself just flung across the room, and you spin violently. Something in you, instinctively, immediately, you reach for your dagger, and you just stab it into the ground and come to a stop in this room. Give me a roll of a d20, please, to determine where you've wound up in the dungeon. 18. Festa, you find yourself in... It's a long stone room. There is a drifting fog that just sits about a foot above the ground. It's just swirling everywhere. As you kind of stand up, you just hear two doors slam violently shut. Your eyes kind of start to adjust to the dark around you and there's a faint glow coming from the walls themselves as like moss started to glow and you can start to see this room appears there are shelves lined and some are on the ground 
if you were to hazard a guess, it, it looks like a study, almost. And set in a corner opposite you, there is a figure set at a writing desk, whispering to itself. <laughs> like flat on the ground underneath the fog. <laughs> Give me a stealth check. <laughs> Six. You go to crouch on the ground, and when you put your hands, the stones are ice cold and wet. As you feel the touch, and your hands just kind of slide out from under you, something rattles, and the edges of your fingers find a bone. That thing hasn't moved. It's still in the corner, just muttering to itself. Can I tell what it's saying? You can give me a perception check. Thirteen? You wince as your fingers touch the bone. And your eyes immediately catch on the back of this creature just to see if it's reacted, if it's moved. It's done nothing. And everything falls deftly silent. All but the whispering. And you just hear Hitana. How far am I from a door? Immediately on your right. Less than I mean you could almost reach out and touch a door. Can can I can I just see if it opens? I know the answer's no, but look. <laughs> well, <laughs> what if this is the one time the door fucking opens? Like, <laughs> you reach out to the door, mm. and you feel it kind of give a little bit, but then it groans. The door is stuck, but not locked. Just stuck. Mm, just stuck. Does that dude move now? <laughs> no, it has not reacted. Can I try and get my dagger in there and, like, wedge it open? Give me an attack roll. 16. And damage? Three. You jam the dagger between the edge of the door and the frame. And as you kind of shimmy it, um, it, it the door squelches. It's, it's become stuck with damp. Like, the door has swelled. You feel it kind of give a little bit, but the door is still stuck and the whispering stops. What's the door made out of? Timber. Okay. (laughs) Oh boy. (laughs) Here it comes, here it comes, here it comes. Say it, say it. Yeah, I'm going to not turn around. You know, the monster's not there unless you look at it. Yeah. These are the rules. These are the rules. You can't see it. It can't see it. Like, that's, that's how you play PT. <laughs> um, I'm going to produce flame at the door. Okay. Make an attack. Okay. 15. That hits and damage. Eight. In the ever-growing thing with Hephaestus, you, <laughs> you just roll fire around your hand and it burns with a red-hot intensity. And immediately the room around you is illuminated and you cast a quick cursory glance and it is just you in here. There is nothing else. Where you saw the the figure at the writing desk, there is nothing 
but what looks to be a box, some books, and a quill. The flame concentrates in your hand, and you punch the door, and it is blown to bits in front of you. But the room's empty now. The room is empty. (sighs) Can I take a peek and see what's in the room ahead of me? It is a corridor. And it turns, as you look out, it immediately turns sharply to the right. I'm going to go back over to the desk. Now, mm-hmm. produce flame. Cantrip? Mm-hmm. Just checking. <laughs> Just checking. I'm not stupid. <laughs> Yet. Yet. <laughs> oh, don't worry, I'll fuck up. <laughs> uh, you head over to the box? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go investigate the desk. And the box and the books. And the- you move over to the desk. And the... Like, as I've said, the space you're in is incredibly cold. Mm-hmm. Here, there's nothing. There is an absence of feeling. Perfect. <laughs> the box on closer inspection looks to be like a simple jewellery box. And the desk itself, the books are the books are black with mould and rot. But on a piece of parchment in front of you you just see a drawing of a young man embracing a young woman can I take it? the drawing? yeah yep you the drawing it, the paper is wet mm. to the touch um but yeah. Uh, okay, I'm just going to stash that in my pocket and very slowly make my way down the corridor. Okay. You turn out the door and just for a moment, as you kind of pass through the threshold, you, you don't turn back, but there was something at the corner of your eye just watching you. The corridor, again, your eyes are kind of adjusting to the dark around you all the time. The fog continues to roll. The it is a stench like dead earth. It doesn't have the... Again, you're struggling to suppress the memories of Morag's lair. The stench here isn't that. That was rot and death and decay. This is stagnation and damp and cold immediately at the end of the hallway you see another wooden door when you go to try it it rattles it's locked can't punch it with fire <laughs> yeah give me an attack roll just gonna punch my way through this dungeon <laughs> I can't unlock doors what do you want from me <laughs> Uh, oh, 20. Unnatural. Okay. And damage? Uh, was 13? 12? 12. Okay. Fire sparks and illuminates around the edges of your hand and you punch the door. <laughs> it cracks, but it doesn't break open. Like, you, you oh. it doesn't, you haven't blown it off its hinges, right? You, there's a, a very obvious chunk of the door <laughs> belted in and you can see through the crack. And for, give me a perception check. Uh. Don't wanna. I don't wanna see anything. Oh, natural twenty. 
Oh no. <laughs> I love how you've all come to fear not 20s. Why do you ruin everything? Why do you ruin everything? I can't even enjoy a not 20 anymore. No. <laughs> I made them for me. <laughs> I give you good ones every now and again. This is good because it's not happened to you. Yeah, fuck her up there. Oh, no. <laughs> you kind of peer through and for a moment standing in the room in the fog you see a young man step in and he just takes this woman in his arms and the mark on your back lights up and they kiss and you feel the magic erupt around your hand again and this time flames explode and the door is ripped from its hinges and the two figures turn to look at you and standing where they were they melt into black shadow and rising up in front of you you see a creature made of shadow and darkness its form takes that of a skeletal figure wrapped in rags its face contorts and you see the visage of Count's follow stare straight at you and it points a ghastly finger its voice raspy and like frozen air just scratch and echo around the room I was a young man and I met her what happened the same thing that happens to all And it spirals straight towards you until the skull is only inches from your face. And dies. Yep, I've been there too. Uh, it's the natural order of things, I guess. I have seen his heart reflected into him. Uh, who's? I was more surprised. <laughs> and I have seen what he thinks of your heart. Oof. I'm not trying to cause any problems here, friend. Um, just want to pass through, if that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to keep it home. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to know. Finger goes out of here. <laughs> This room, I meant to turn in the other way. <laughs> oh, sorry, I was uh, I was at the desk. Sorry, <laughs> is this not the lady? <laughs> I love how Hephaestus' thing is like. I'm going to be nice to people now, but you haven't made the distinction between like eldritch monsters and people. Everybody. It, the creature swirls around you, and you feel the. The rags of shadows just glide against your skin and it stings. It stings like the frost. It cuts very deeply 
and now it lingers just over your shoulder into your ear. You bear her mark. I didn't ask for it. She counts you worthy. It lingers and then drifts over you, the rags dragging and pulling against your hair, touching against your face, and it kind of stands in the room again. And you now see it in this its full monstrous form. It it it's barely holding itself together. It seems to be entirely composed of just darkness. And it kind of hovers there for a moment, the fog rolling around it. Do you believe yourself strong enough for the change she has asked of you? No. Then why do you continue to struggle? Because she scares me. <laughs> It lunges right at you. (laughs) You should be frightened of the things in front of you. Oh, I am. He doesn't believe you are capable of that strength either. You said this thing looks like it's barely together? Yeah. Can I, like, I don't know, insight to see if, like, it can hurt me? Like is it is it's kind of is it, <laughs> is it as much of a threat as it's trying to yeah okay everybody <laughs> swole there natural twenty okay plus yeah, four it, it's going to eat you okay uh, yeah this, no that's fine I figured but you know it's, it's just want to just test those waters yeah um, um, okay. you get you have an overwhelming sense of dread yeah and as it speaks those it's, words it 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 doesn't have to say his name. Mm you know it speaks of Nate. Mm. (laughs) No, like, I do think you're weak. I just was saying, like, but I want to save you. You you left that detail. (laughs) (laughs) And you'd be the man, Nate would be the man for that. Nate be the man for that. With the power of Evil. <laughs> <laughs> More evil. <Yeah. laughs> what 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 do you want from me? What do you want me to do? You can listen. Then I will decide. I do not remember the name of the place I was born. It is lost. Like the faces of my mother and my father, of the people who called me friend. But I remember her face. I remember her voice and her embrace. She was traveling, walking the earth amongst us mere mortals. 
What does that mean? You are safe to walk these halls, Festus Anderson. The dungeon is yours. Okay, thanks. And the door behind it opens, and you hear doors everywhere open and echo. And howls and screams and cries just echo around the dungeon. And the creature disappears below the fog. This is terrible. I will power walk my way through these rooms. <laughs> I don't I don't want to run. When there's something scary in front of me. I'm gonna be prepared. Oh there is. Exactly. Yeah, you stumble through the up uh, through the passageway, uh, like towards through the room. It is empty. There is nothing in here. It is just shards of the door that you blew off the hinges and fog that seems to roll and wave out the the door at the opposite end of the room. As you make your way to the other side through the door, you find yourself in a room. Stacked with gold, jewels, <laughs> ornate vases, expensive looking pieces of art, all immaculately preserved. Pops in the <laughs> yeah, oh, signed. <clears throat> no, don't. He's doing an Aladdin. Doing I was going to say, Aladdin I've seen here. Aladdin. I'm not touching any of this shit. <laughs> I'm even doing a reverse Aladdin. Oh. <laughs> if you don't you take don't something, take you off. die. No. <laughs> He's double, triple crossing you to try and get you to touch something. There are, as again, as you look around mm. the room, and it is, it's stacked floor to ceiling with treasure. There's a door to your, as you're looking in, there's a door immediately kind of across the corner from you, the top right, or top left of the room. Uh, and you can see a passageway just on your right at the other end of the room. 
Mm. I touch none of the gold. And I go through the passageway. And when I find Nate, I'm going to tell him how much gold was in there. And I did not touch it. (laughs) (laughs) You... You you maneuver through the room. And as you... uh, As you step past everything and your eye drops on rubies and diamonds and gold-leafed painting frames, uh, delicate tapestries, all of these things. You just, you kind of take a breath in and move through the passageway. And there's a few steps up and you get that sinking feeling that everything feels familiar. And there's more steps up and you can hear shouting. And as you make your way up the steps, you stare out into the hallway of Castle's Follow and you see Nate with a cut along his face, Fia with a weapon drawn, kind of lunged. It looks as if she'd lunged at Nate and Kyle holding his whip. The two are staring at each other, filled with hate. Fucking mess without me, all of you. I I just run up to them and I'm like the walls rock hard. Oh, okay. The air I bang on it. I bang on it. It's like you were. It's like your fists have met glass, and as you bang, it's that same sound. The air, the light, whatever it is, there's a barrier here. And they're not reacting at all. No. Can I, I guess, turn around and go take the other door? Which is probably the worst thing I could do. You head back into the room. And as you... Oh, boy. Oh, okay. Mm. Okay, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Oh, wait, do I have to roll this? Yeah, I have to roll this to hit you. Okay, does an 11 hit? Ooh, no. Okay. Uh, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Are you certain? Yeah, it, it is 11, so no. Meets it, beats it. Meets it, beats it. Yeah, okay, I so met yes. you, so I bet okay, you. Okay, bye. <laughs> um, you open the door, and as you do, at that moment you hear a click, mm. and then there is a shing of metal, and a blade falls from the ceiling. Okay. Oh boy. So sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so That's sorry. Classic. That's classic dog. Eleven. <laughs> do you not have your armor on? You have your yeah, armor, armor on. Why would you why would you yeah. I haven't You've like never had armor. No. I bought you studded leather. Yeah, and then I died and woke up in a cave with nothing. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. And then you got locked up and you were you know, yeah. yeah. called a murderess for a while. So, yeah. Yeah. I've had a really good time lately, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't. I'm gonna, oh my god! What kind of a fucking rolling. blade no, I'm, is I'm this? I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Take. It's not. It's not. It's actually not that bad. You're no like out of a possible forty. Oh. You're only taking sixteen <sighs> slashing damage as a guillotine blade falls from the ceiling. Okay. Uh, it carves right into your hand. Yep. Cool. Uh, and as you recoil, the blade goes literally. 
<laughs> right back up into the ceiling. Move now before it comes down again. <laughs> no, I want to see how this plays out. <laughs> <laughs> fool me once. <laughs> Shame on you. Fool me twice. You're not going to be fooled again. <laughs> okay, and that's when you put in Don't Get Fooled Again by The Who and that starts playing. <laughs> we have the rights to that, right? Yeah, we do, yeah. Yeah, cool. absolutely. Okay. Just that song. Yeah, it was yeah, splashed yeah. out on. I hate everything. Um, after that first room... The second room I walked into, was there any other option or like that was it out of the first room with the desk in it? There was the door behind you as well. There was two doors in that room. Fuck. Yeah, I go back to the creepy desk room and I try the other fucking door. But carefully, I just kind of kick it open. No, I don't. I need my feet. (laughs) (laughs) Do you though? I've never seen someone huff their way through a dungeon. (laughs) You've never been a festa. (laughs) Oh, the inconvenience of this. (laughs) You turn back and as you make your way out of the room and you, you hold your arm where you've been cut quite deeply, the room you're standing in, there are wraith in the room walled they they all they all watch as you leave okay <laughs> you head back into the empty room mm. where you spoke to that mm. creature down the corridor and back into the room where you first found yourself yep you approach the door very cautiously this time <laughs> and you see that the, it's a ring kind of handle mm. the door is made of stone and as you push against it, the door opens. You don't hear a click. And at the end of this passageway, you see a door slightly ajar. You walk into a room that it's large. It looks like a large square room. And the floor beneath your feet, you almost kind of catch yourself as you slip a little bit. You move from kind of earth and rock to what, as your boot meets the uh, the floor, marble tiling. And as you kind of look around the room, the stench of rotting meat hits you. You find yourself in what looks like an abandoned ballroom. There's... A door to your top right at the far end, about about 45 feet away from you. Why does it smell so gross in here? Is there gross stuff everywhere? You can't see anything, but this room stinks to high heavens. Give me a perception check if you wish. Can I produce flame and then just have light? You can do that too. Season two, baby. <laughs> Changing <Our> things up. <laughs> <laughs> you hold up your hand and flame whips around the tips of your fingers, uh, coalescing in a ball of fire. Mm. Does it carterize my wounds? <laughs> no. No, no. Uh, try. <laughs> your head kind of spins as you try to kind of get a focus on the space, and you catch. An infinite loop of your reflection lost oh. on mirrored walls around you. 
and as the fog sort of melts or is burnt away around you from where the fire has kind of glows about ten feet in front of you you hear a sickly crack and a large pile of rotting flesh lifts itself off of the tiles as an ogre zombie comes back to life. Fuck. Roll for initiative. No. I don't wanna. Just kill me. Don't tell me what you got yet because we're gonna leave the session there. This was Romancing the Dungeon. You've been listening to Amber as Hephaesta, Sam as Nate, Louise as Fia, and James as Kyle. I'm Declan, and I've been your Dungeon Master. Our theme song, Haunted, is by Ghost of Red Mountain. If you like what you heard and want to know more about the show and the world of Romancing the Dungeon, check us out on social media at D8 Dungeon. There is plenty of behind-the-scenes shenanigans, giveaways, and a growing community of daters over on our Discord. You can also head out to our Twitch channel, just have a look for D8 Dungeon, to catch our other two shows, Saving Grace, a gothic horror spin-off of this show chronicling events surrounding Grace Stormfield, and our other show, Rise of the Forsaken, set in an entirely different world, different story chronicling the adventures of five siblings searching for the truth of their existence. So just very light-hearted entertainment all round, you know. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we are back in two weeks' time, and we will see you then. You don't have to be able to see her, do you? You know her. (laughs) (laughs) Not in the biblical sense. (laughs) I remember she got battered by that. Nope, just with which you are familiar and... Range is unlimited as long as they're on our plane of existence. Oh, that's a nice little thing to throw in there. Oh, Are you on the death's plane? <laughs> no. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Way to let me know. <laughs> um, yeah, you can...